A Real Housewives cast member was recently sentenced to six years in prison. Six years separated from society, with no contact to the outside world. So I guess that means another six years on the Bravo Network. <laughs> Welcome to the new year. The material is getting worse. It's the I Can Complain podcast. My name is John. I threw my lower back out about five minutes ago, right before I'm set to record. Lower back pain started to ensue, probably because of this shitty-ass bed frame I'm sleeping on. I'm still sleeping on it. It's been over a year since the old man unloaded this piece of shit driftwood bed frame on me, and for some unknown, godforsaken reason, I continue to sleep on it night after night. It's at an unnatural level. It's got a slope to it like you wouldn't believe. It's drier than the Sahara Desert, and I'm not kidding. If you take a glass of water and pour it on this bed frame, not a drop will hit the ground. The bed frame will absorb 100% of the fluid. That's how dry this shit is. If you light up a cigarette three rooms away, this shit's going to blow up like you wouldn't believe. I'm going to die in my sleep because somebody outside lights up a cigarette. That's where we're at. It's fucking dry as shit. It's falling apart. The sounds it makes are unnatural. I wake up in the middle of the night fearing ghosts, goblins, and ghouls because this piece of shit bed frame is making unnatural sounds. And my neighbor's conducting a seance, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure my elderly neighbor, not my elderly old man neighbor, he's gone. He's in an assisted living facility now, but I've got another old one that's moved in, and I'm pretty sure I've seen her late at night conducting seances, gathering around a dimly lit orb at dawn as well as dusk. To me, that's a seance. If I hear chanting, I'm moving the fuck out of here. I can't get a good night's rest, and I can't even go outside without seeing someone conducting a seance in my parking lot. You can see it from my parking lot. She's got her door open conducting a seance in the middle of the evening. Lady, there's not kids in this neighborhood, but me. I'm an impressionable mid-30s man. I don't want to get involved in any witchcraft or sorcery, so stay the fuck away from me. The people I live around are still fucking my life up. That's the point. It's 2023, and some of you guys are going to try this year. Some of you guys have made up your mind to try. I don't advise that, but yeah, some of you are like, yeah, I'm going to do better this year. I'm going to try. My New Year's resolution was to eat more fresh fruit, and I didn't eat much fresh fruit last year, so it's going to be an easy one to accomplish. Reasonable goals. That's what I would suggest for you guys. Just eat a goddamn orange for once in your life like I'm going to do. But no, some of you guys are like, I'm going to try. This is the year I'm going to try. So guess what? You can try, but sure as shit, don't try too hard. You try too hard, you end up cooking pizza on top of an active volcano for tourists in Guatemala. That's what the news story I have here says. It says, for this chef, an active volcano is his oven. Nothing about this sounds smart, tasty, or convenient, but this motherfucker had a dream, and he followed his dream, and I've told you numerous occasions, numerous times, for numerous reasons, don't follow your goddamn dreams. You follow your goddamn dreams, and you end up cooking on top of an active volcano for tourists. Listen to this bullshit. If you're in Guatemala and you're interested in going, you can go up over 8,000 feet in sea level. The chef, he said his curiosity took him near the volcano's crater, where he saw guides inviting tourists to roast marshmallows over the hardened but still hot lava. He decided he wanted to roast more than candy and set it on baking pizzas. For years, he baked pies for his friends on that cave-like structure. In 2019, he perfected his business technique. His hobby became a business. Don't let that happen to you this year. Don't let your hobby become a business. 
Don't let your hobby of maybe pimping one or two hoes turn into a stable of hoes and then you're raided by the FBI in mid-August. That's never happened to me. That's oddly specific, but that's never happened to me. But that could happen to you if you let your hobby turn into a business this year. Just keep your hobby to yourself. Don't share it with the world. Please do not share your hobbies with the world. And fuck me. You want to know how you get up to the top of this bullshit? This is this is really what made the story like go over the top. It says, no before you go. The easiest way to get to the volcano is from two hours away by bus. Make sure to wear comfortable shoes and appropriate hiking shoes for the 90-minute walk. So it's two, it's two hours by bus, a 90-minute walk, one way, I'm assuming, and it says to bring sunscreen, water, you can bring pure Russian rainwater, and snacks. It also says that only official guides are authorized to hike tourists up, so you have to get up with the chef so that they can arrange for an official tour guide to walk you up this hill for an hour and a half so you can sit down and eat what appeared to be a pan pizza cooked over lava 8,000 feet in the air at this magical little pizza place in the sky. Fuck me. Don't do that this year. Don't turn your hobby into a dream. Don't follow your dreams this year, and whatever you do, don't try too hard. You try too hard, and you end up cooking pizzas 8,000 feet in the air for people you don't know for 45 bucks. It also says if you're old as shit that they can arrange for a horse to ride you up there. I can't imagine any bigger waste of time for an animal than riding some fat ass up a hill just so he can pound down a pan pizza and then ride back down for another two-hour bus ride back to wherever the fuck he came from. Don't do that this year. Don't go to Guatemala and enjoy a pizza in the sky because that sounds... It sounds like it's excessive. Very excessive. When I was little, we'd read a book in the Book It program at school. And then we would take a 10-minute car ride to the Pizza Hut where we would get a small personal pan pizza for free. And now we have motherfuckers, no more than 20 years later, making a 90-mile walk up a hill, up a mountain, up up an active volcano. No, not even a mountain, an active volcano. Walking up a motherfucking active volcano for an hour and a half after a two-hour bus ride just to get a pizza that's cooked on lava. Back when I was little, all I had to do was read a goddamn book and then go to Pizza Hut, and I'd get a sticker on a... I get a sticker on a pin of, or something. I don't remember exactly how it went, but the pizza was free, and it was good times back then. It was good times back then. That's back when all Little John wanted. Little John here, all he wanted was a small personal pan pizza. And to, I wanted to be a garbage man. <laughs> to be, I've told you not to dream big and not to try too hard this year. So let's bring it back around to my childhood back when all I wanted to do was be a garbage man. That was my dream. That's before I found out that not everybody's suited for every job. I mean... You can't have a deaf guy driving a fire truck because he won't know whether the siren's working or not. And me, as a white guy, I'd love to play Bill Cosby in a made-for-TV movie about his life and his escapades. I would love to do that more than anything, but I can't do that. You know why? Because I'm white as shit. I can't do that. And I could never achieve my dream of being a garbage man because I couldn't handle the physical labor because I'm sleeping on a shitty-ass bed frame that an old man unloaded on me. And then he had the audacity to call me afterwards and try and put me on a payment plan for this piece of shit. This this bed frame's going to kill me one way or the other, and right now I, I'm immobilized because of the lower back pain from sleeping on this bullshit. And I'll never be a garbage man. Happy New Year. We'll be right back. Friends, it's John here, live on the streets of California with Jessica from Pure Russian Rainwater. Hello. 
They say that only Jesus Christ could walk on water, but today we're here to prove there's another man that can walk on water. A man that's improved the world arguably more than Jesus Christ himself. Who is that man, Jessica? That man is no none other than Mr. Rainwater himself. Mr. Rainwater was born without an ass cheek and an eyebrow, but he has overcome numerous challenges to start the greatest water company the world has ever known, Pure Russian Rainwater. Explain what Mr. Rainwater's doing here today, Jessica. I've personally dumped several cans of Pure Russian Rainwater here in the flooded streets of California to stabilize the water so that Mr. Rainwater can walk across it. I don't understand the science behind this, but he claims he can do it. I've never seen him do it before, but he's about to do it live here on the show. Mr. Rainwater's gonna jump out of a second story window. He's gonna jump out of a second story window and he's gonna attempt to walk across the water to the bar on the other side of the street because he likes to have a drink or two. All right, here he goes. He's jumping from the window and he immediately has sank into the water. He's immediately sank into the water and he's floating away, oh no! He's floating away because he can't stop his momentum. His legs are of no use without ass cheeks. He's floating away. Oh no, he's going to end up in the Pacific Ocean. Fuck me, I've got to go after him. Give me a rowboat and a canoe. I need to go after this man now. Pure Russian rainwater, ladies and gentlemen. Pick up a case anywhere you buy water. The Dictator's Choice since 1997. The original small batch Russian rainwater. Just don't try and walk on it. It is 2023, though, and I'm trying to better myself just a little bit this year. I know it doesn't sound like it's in line with the character that I've presented on the show, but I'm trying to improve myself just a little bit this year. I'm trying to empathize with others a little bit more. I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. And that's why when I found out Republicans have succeeded in passing age verification to view online porn, that's why when I heard that, I said, I'm with these boys. Old John's with the teenage boys across Louisiana. I'm with you guys. And I was trying to think of a slogan. I was like, not keep your hands off of our dicks. Like, let us keep our hands on our dicks. That's what every boy in Louisiana should be crying tonight. You should be going to the, (laughs) you should be going to your elders and you should be saying, let us keep our hands on our cocks. We want to view online porn in peace. Republican Senator Mike Lee recently introduced the Shield Act, which would direct the FCC to require that porn sites verify the ages of users. Don't they already do that? I think they already do that. They ask, are you 18 before you enter? And boom, you click yes and you're in. It's that easy. But what are they going to do, really? They're going to require on, They're going to require ID to log in? You're going to have kids across Louisiana going in there and lifting and swiping their parents' IDs at unprecedented rates. Not to go to the store and buy alcohol, but just to log on to have a little jerk session. The new law regulating websites that contain 33.3% or more of pornographic material, according to the legislation, went into effect this past Sunday on New Year's Day. The law makes pornographic sites and companies liable for verifying their their users are 18 or older or otherwise risk being sued by parents or families. It's, it's again, a snitch mentality. That's what it is. It's the same thing we saw in fucking Texas with the abortion bullshit, where you're just supposed to snitch on your neighbors. That's what they want you to do in Louisiana. That's how I'm interpreting it. They want you to go to your neighbor's home and look through your neighbor's teenage son's window. 
Oh, Jesus. I can barely even say this with a straight face. It, it, it pains me to say this, but they want you to look in on little Jimmy, little Bobby. They want you to look in on little Philip and see if little Philip's jerking off and then run to the cops and say, little Philip's been jerking off to internet porn again. Guess what I saw him doing when I was looking through his bedroom window last night? That's what they want you to do in Louisiana, and I'm not playing this bullshit. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. It says online pornography is extreme and graphic and only one click away from our children. One click away. Is it that easy? Really? It's one click. Excuse me, guys. I'll be right back. I need to make a few clicks online. Anyway, if pornography companies refuse to be responsible, then we must hold them accountable This law is the first step. Again, Republicans trying to take away more of our freedoms. That's what it is. And nobody's going to protect the children in this. But me, I'm the only one that's going to empathize and sympathize with these children and put myself in their shoes when little John was 13 years old and all I wanted to do was log on and go hunt around for for some tits. I just wanted to find a few titties online. That's all I wanted. And if you don't think, and I'm not going to go as far as to say, I guarantee it'll happen, but it would not surprise me if we have a school-related mass shooting incident directly related to a boy not being able to get his rocks off online. Let the boys jerk. Let the boys drink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, whoa, this is an unusual hill John's going to die on. He's not passionate about many things, but he's really passionate about letting these 13-year-old boys jerk off to online porn. They're going to find a way to get online one way or the other. If nothing else, they're going to go to those. Man, this is this is old school. I don't even know if they have them anymore. I guess they do. Com- they're going to go to those communal computers at the libraries, and that's where they're going to have to view their online porn now. They're just going to be printing out reams and reams of pages at the library of side boob. <laughs> They're going to be printing out reams of pages of of big asses. That's what they're going to be printing out at your local library. Those of them that are not prepared. If you're in Louisiana and you're under the age of 18 right now, if I'm illegally allowed to tell you, I'm not legally allowed to tell you to do this, so I can't. Basically, you're going to need to go online right now to your favorite pornographic website, and you're going to need to start downloading those images while you still can. I think this already went into effect. Are there going to be boys jumping state line up to Mississippi just so they can view online porn? How is this going to go? The ramifications could be massive. That's what I'm trying to say. We could have boys going on pilgrimages to other states just to jerk off to online porn. Fuck. We're going to have the first generation of boys anywhere in this country to grow up. They're going to turn 18 and they're not going to know the name of their favorite porn stars. We've had generations and generations of men across this nation that have been jerking it to Playboy and internet porn in their teens and nobody said anything about it. It was just one click away. Do you want to enter? Yes, I'll enter. And now look at them. Now look at these kids. They're forced to probably, they're going to have to turn back time and they're going to have to start passing around pornographic DVDs at school more than likely. That's where this is going. It's going to turn the local schools into a haven for pornography when that kid, that one kid with an entrepreneurial spirit starts burning DVDs in southern Mississippi, bringing them back across state lines and selling them at school for packs of cigarettes, packs of dip, packs, dare I say, a fentanyl and heroin. <laughs> it's not going to go that far. It's not that serious. But I'm just saying the Republicans continue to take away more of the freedoms that we've taken for granted for years across this nation. 
just the right to get online and have a good jerk. Jesus Christ. Quote, it's not good for you. There's no redemption. There's no redemptive quality. It's a serious issue. It affects the brain harsher than heroin than cocaine. A lot of people struggle with it. Kirk added, responding to a question from the audience to a Turning Point USA event. A Turning Point USA event. It's a turning point in American history, all right. A turning point in the wrong direction. And obviously, I'm joking about a lot of this, but if I was a boy in Louisiana, just out, let's say that I live just outside of Baton Rouge, and I hear this, I'm hoarding reams of porn at unprecedented rates, enough to probably shut down the internet. Me and my friends are doing nothing but spending two weeks online prepping for the shutdown. We're downloading reams of porn. We're just jerking it 24-7 to get it out of our system before the authorities descend on us and force us to take our hands off our dicks. If I was in Louisiana, that's what I'd be crying. from the. I'd be opening the nearest window to me, and I'd be throwing open the shutters, and I'd be yelling, Take your hand off my cock, goddammit. I'm an American. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Somebody's got to look out for the kids. You're a bad role model. I'm not a role model. This isn't even a program for children. No children should ever be listening to this shit. And no adults should really ever be listening to this shit either. I'm being told you've received word on the condition of Mr. Rainwater. Yeah, the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard found him right. in the Pacific Ocean, ten miles Isn't offshore. Is Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh? They found him ten miles offshore. They spotted him because they just saw a bulbous ball of flesh floating in the sea, and that was his ass. I think you could. Well, they spotted him because his giant ass was sticking out of the water because he doesn't have any ass. He floats. really is the best example of the show because it's a bit that shouldn't have gone on longer than one time if that it's something that never should have made it off the cutting room floor and then we've had literally had mr rainwater float away into a body of of water like three or four times on the show because he doesn't have any fucking ass cheeks or eyebrows His parents disowned him as a kid. He was growing up in an impoverished Russia all by himself. Just a lonely boy out on the streets without an ass crack. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Have a good week. Bye. Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you. 
Bring me my monocle. I want to look rich. 